The sounds of Cavello. Vuga two shoes. This is how I think is the best way to introduce our guest for this evening, Theo Baloi, founder of Batu, an African inspired sneaker brand founded in 2015. He joins us now on the line. Dada Baloi, good evening. I, I was I was thinking and looking at your brand and looking at your story and thinking, ah, what's the best way to to introduce you? And I'm thinking, you know, a man who represents Kasi, who represents the continent and speaks yeah. of the hustler that he is. It's very much your story, very much the Batu story. Yeah, you agree? And 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 and, and that's what part is about. It's about tubula, tubula, tubula. You know, because everyone walks their journey on Batu. Because you need to tubula on your hockey journey, and that's what we fairly represent. Exactly. I was going to say something else. You know, when you said fairly, I was going to say something that was going to get me fired. <laughs> I can see nearly came out there. I had to stop it like, hey, you're an SFM. Don't say that. <laughs> but firstly, let me say, let me say, when it's, um, congratulations on an amazing brand. And I think it was, I'll tell you the story. It was a, it, it was a couple of years ago when, when I first heard of, of Batu and immediately it took me back to where I'm from, Pitori. Mm. And I thought, yeah, Batu, man. Yeah. Obviously it makes sense. And, and before I even saw your, your, your sneakers, your range, I was sold already. It resonated with everything that I grew up with and mm. what I would want in a sneaker. But let's take a step back because your journey is is quite incredible. I mean, you're a chartered accountant and you, you've worked not only in the country, but overseas as well. T- take us back. What is your story? Thank you for that. You know, it's quite humbling to hear you say that because... When when we started, you know, we didn't think that the story would resonate with so many South Africans, you know, as far as the great landscape of South African township. But all we wanted to do coming from Kokas in NX was to resonate hope and, you know, raise that hope for our people, Kokas in NX. And um, my journey, I always say this, that I'm a, I'm a, I think... Um, a, a proud story of South African landscape, or um, a, a proud, a proud, a proud product of, you know, South African heritage. Because I started from humble beginnings, and I've gotten a lot of opportunities that some of them have, you know, um, elevated me to the person that I am today. With working, being an accountant, you know, a qualified accountant, and having worked for Pricewaterhouse Coopers, not only in South Africa but in um, abroad as well. And having to come back home and realizing that I need to start a, 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 a shoe brand that Africans can proudly affiliate with. And like you said, you know, with Batu, it resonated with you so many times. And yeah, that's basically my history. An accountant by profession who uh, tend to be an entrepreneur with a vision to build a shoe brand that Africans can proudly affiliate with. The, the story of how in the Middle East, I think it was, you're in the Middle East for three years, right? And yes. it it is there where apparently the idea first first uh, resonated. And when I when I learned of that, you know, I was reminded of the story of Felakuti and how it was when he was in the U.S. Yeah. Um, that that the idea of and and him expressing himself as an African and where Afrobeat came from, 
it was him being away from home longing mm. for home and that's mm. how afrobeat came about and the falakuti that we know today and similarly with w- what i'm understanding of your story it was being away from home and you realized i need to go back home but with something to offer absolutely i mean I always say the story that, you know, when I when I started Bats, I did about 18 months of research and development. And one of the findings from my research was that we've got about seven continents in um in the in, in the world. You know, and each and every continent has a fair presentation of, you know, a foodware brand. You look at, you know, South America, Brazil to be specific, to be specific, you know, they've got Ipanama and Havanians. And, you know, the States, they've got Nike started by Phil Knight and, you know, um, Converse started by Chuck Taylor and the Armour started by Kevin Plank and many other European shoe foodware brands, um, Adidas and Puma being one of them and many other Italian foodware brands. But when it came down to Africa, I couldn't find of one, you know, foodware brand that can be benchmarked with this international foodware brand, you know, benchmarked in the sense of product development, product innovation, you can even take it further to market share or CSR, you know. Why don't we build, you know, our own shoe brand, you know, yet there's so many other footwear brands and so much of revenue that is taken out of Africa in billions and billions of US dollars to the rest of the world, yet we don't have a shoe brand that can be benchmarked in all of those aspects that I've, you know, spoken about. Yet Africa is known to be a continent filled with so much heritage. And the wet part to mean, you know, shoe in South African slang. Why not just conceptualize it into a sneaker brand? And what I mean when I talk about that is that, you know, heritage and slang is that our rainbow nation, the Tata, Madiba, you know, a dream and nation and the government at the time that they want to build a, you know, a rainbow nation. Eleven official languages, different ways of speaking, different ways of engaging and eating and clothing. Yet the wet part too doesn't really matter whether you come from Soweto or Tendisa or Kukule to Ipa to Ipa to in referral to a shoe. So why not just take it and conceptualize it into a shoe brand? So that's where it all started. And and it's amazing how far it's gone. If you've just joined us on the meeting point on SAFM, we're in conversation with Theo Baloi, founder of Batu. And uh, if at all you've got a pair, you've dreamt of a pair. And I, I'm going to tell you a story of two pairs, Theo, in a bit. I'm going to tell you a very interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I spent mine in Shem. Anyway. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. <laughs> because of that yeah. stand, that's who we are today, you know? Yeah, no, most definitely. And uh, if at all you've got your Batu story, you can call us right now on 011-714-2006. Speak to the man who started it all, uh, Theo Baloi. And Theo, an explosion if one looks at how quickly things moved. I mean, uh, there was the, uh, we all know, businesses, ideas get rejected. But then there was a time when the, the Mesh Edition, um, landing up in Alex, Soweto, Midra, and Tembisa, and now you've got stores across the country mm. Mm. so 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 when i started you know um so i did about 18 months of research and development and you know after after you know the outcomes and the results of my research was that we obviously you know looked at the retail space and fashion and trends and i had to come up with a trend that was relevant at the time and at the time in 2015 there was a brand that was dominating South Africa, or a trend that was dominating South Africa, which was colorful socks, mainly dominated by brand, you know, uh, from I think the Europe, I think to be correct, from UK, 
um, happy socks, you know, around colorful right. socks. And a lot of people were wearing that, I mean, obviously those colorful socks, but there was a different ways of showcasing, you know, the designs. And I realized that a lot of people only you know, show off their happy socks, you know, trend and socks when they were sitting down wearing a, 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 a long trouser and it goes up or they're wearing a short and, it, you know, you can see the colorful socks. So why then not create a happy shoe that can complement that or a shoe that can, you know, um, showcase your happy socks while wearing them? And that's when the concept of the Nash Edition or building a sneaker brand or a sneaker design out of Nash Edition came about. And that's when I was, you know, declined about 13 times because... Um, you know, the the local manufacturers at the time, you know, uh, or in food were manufacturing was that you can you use mesh addition to build the component of the shoe on the side of the shoe or on the side of the sneaker or the back of the sneaker, not the entire shoe. So I had yeah. an idea of building the whole entire sneaker design with a mesh material. And that's when I was declined. But obviously, I was declined 13 times and then I found a way to convince the manufacturers to approve us. And now you've got a range of of uh, different seekers. So let me tell you the story. As I, as I mentioned, I many, a few years ago, and I think it was uh, possibly um, run about the the when we talk about the the story of the mesh edition, where I started seeing it on Twitter, and I thought, hi, me, I want a pair. And I'm in mm-hmm. Cape Town, right? I'm in Cape Town. I'm thinking, hey, at some point, I must get to Joburg and get a pair. And then, uh, you know, a year or two later, you open your store in Canal Walk. So this is what happens. I've got two daughters, right? And I've I've had this. I've always planned to get myself a pair, always. Yeah. But then, I I ended up having, <laughs> and and I love this uh, because again, it's also my 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 journey and and also making sure that you know. Uh, uh, the girls uh, know all about South African brands and appreciate South African brands. So, Igoli Gold Moja X I bought at the beginning of the year, and then oh, the the Journey Edition in blue bought in March. True. Um, both this year. So, so I must still get my own pair, but at least you know uh, my daughters have got a pair, and I'm waiting for my son to get a bit bigger, then he'll get a pair as well. But it it's gonna. Well, I'll be honest. It's gonna be a family tradition. That's just what it is. It goes a long way, and I, I can attest to that and, and, and believe that because when a father buys for the daughters and the children and the sons, you know, it says a lot more about what the worth of his money is at. And I think that's what you've just demonstrated. No, most definitely. What is, what is the next step? I mean, I'm loving the growth of the brand, and I'm all about the continent. I'm all about South Africa. I'm all about um, young people. Um, doing amazing things and living their dream and that is what you're doing together with your entire team especially because you are representing uh, Gasi which is all where a large number of us come from so what is the next step for Bud? Um, you know just before you called me I was having a, t- I was having a meeting with our team and we were talking about the brand party and when I left my job in Dubai uh, in the Middle East salary to come back home and to build a shoe brand that Africans can partly affiliate with. I never thought that this brand would be what it is today, you know. Um, mm. And what it is today is 230 employees employed, 26 stores, a 3,700 square meter headquarters in Venturon. Little did I know that when I started in the room, I like, this brand will be, you know, what it is today. Mentioned on the top 100 African most admired brands, ranking number 10. 
So the next step is literally taking, you know, uh, over the SEDEC region, East Africa and West Africa, and making sure that, you know, we intensify, we intensify and maximize our presence in those regions. And that is exactly, exactly what needs to happen. Before we, we wrap, and, uh, and, I, and I appreciate this message that we got, this is question that we got, because it all started somewhere. Yes, we have Batu, but there have been other brands uh, who have, um, you know, charted the, 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 the rough waters and made sure that there is room, space, and appreciation for local brands. And the question really is, were you at all inspired by... Uh, the late Wandi Nzimande's lockdown mm. culture. Absolutely. And um, for Ukhwazman Wandi, I had uh, the privilege of meeting him and having uh, meeting him in person, one-on-one with him uh, at the time. And he was one person that told me about the power of distribution, you know, and what distribution means and, and how far we need to take it where lockdown culture couldn't get, you know. And in my 18 months of research and development, like I've already said that I couldn't find one brand that Africans can partly affiliate with that can be benchmarked with many other, you know, international product brands. Yet there's so much of billions and billions of US dollars that live in the continent. And we obviously know that Batu cannot do that alone. So when other brands come up, you know, it, it, it contributes to the vision of building food brands that Africans can partly affiliate with. And we all know that Batu cannot only do that alone. I mean, if he, Europe has so many other brands and, you know, the States has so many other brands and Italians have so many other brands, why can Africa have, like, you know, a Batu, a Drip, Bata, and many other brands that are contributing to the variety of, you know, African foodware brands? So, you know, uh, my thought around it is that, you know, we need more and Batu cannot do that alone. So we need more beyond the Batu, the Drip, the Batas, and many other foodware brands, you know. So we need at least, you know, 20 plus more foodware brands that can be a fair presentation of what Africa is about. Batu can lead the narrative, but in terms of the market share, we need more players in the, in the space. I love your level of, of, of confidence, not only in your own brand, but in others. And also, you're not selfish, man. You're not selfish you, at you. all. There is a need to make space for all brands. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I appreciate you, man. I love the work that you're doing, and I will one day get my own pair. Uh, but I appreciate it, Theo. Thank you very much to you and your team. Congratulations on all your successes. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you for the invite. Much, 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 much respect. Theo Baloi, the um, founder of Batu. Go and, and check out uh, the work that they're doing. It's really, really inca- incredible. Uh, Batu.co.za. At 29 minutes to 10, we've got sta- space, we've got time to take uh, a number of your calls on any issue that you might want to comment on, whether it is uh, the importance of promoting local South African brands on the back of the conversation with Theo Baloi. Maybe you want to talk um, a story of President Jacob Zuma or the apparent arrest of Carl Niehaus or taxi violence or any other matter that you have on your mind, call us on 011-714-2006 or send us a WhatsApp voice note 0614-104-2107. It is The Meeting Point.